We're on a thousand planets and spreading out. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. To the bat poles. May the force be with you. Who is that mask man? Avengers, assemble. Good afternoon and welcome to the Fantastic Forum. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell and for the next hour, we're going to excite, entertain, elucidate and educate you with news, information and exciting discussion about your favorite geeks. This is Fantastic Forum. This is where the action is. <laughs> Some genre-related news first uh, before we begin today's discussion. Vampire Lovers Rejoice, May 26th, was National Dracula Day, which commemorates publication of Bram Stoker's classic Dracula on May 26th, 1897. Count Dracula has become a, no pun intended, immortal character and has inspired countless films and television shows. Perhaps you observed the day by rereading Stoker's book or watching one of the aforementioned movies or television shows. DC Comics Swamp Thing debuted on streaming service DC Universe yesterday. The series is executive produced by Len Wiseman and stars Andy Bean, Derek Mears, Virginia Madsen, and Jennifer Beals. I have yet to see it. I'm not really into Swamp Thing, never really read the comics, but you can bet we'll have more about this show coming up in the future. Twilight and Harry Potter actor Robert Pattinson has been officially cast as Batman and Bruce Wayne in the upcoming movie directed by Matt Reeves. Although an announcement had been made in previous weeks, the contract had yet to be signed and sources indicated that Pattinson was a finalist for the role along with Nicholas Holt. Batman is currently slated for a June 2021 release. And this weekend in Richmond, Virginia is GalaxyCon at the Richmond Convention Center. The show runs through tomorrow and features a terrific array of exhibitors, guests, and events. You can find out more by visiting their website at richmond.galaxycon.com. Godzilla, King of the Monsters from Warner Brothers and Legendary Entertainment, opened yesterday in theaters nationwide to some of the most varied reviews I've seen in a long time. We're talking about the movie on today's show, and I'll introduce my fantastic guest panelists in a moment. But first, the official, always spoiler-free FF review. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Among my more cherished childhood memories are those of watching Japanese monster movies. Well, that's what I called them. More precisely, the kaiju films of the Toho Company, featuring the artistry of tokusatsu. For the uninitiated, tokusatsu is a Japanese term for a live-action film or television drama that makes heavy use of special effects and usually dealing with science fiction, fantasy, or horror genres. Now, even though he died in 1970, no mention of a Godzilla movie is complete without a reference to Eiji Tsuburaya. He was a special effects director and co-creator of the Godzilla series. Tsuburaya pioneered the film effects that brought Godzilla to life on screen. 
He collaborated with Ishiro Honda, who directed many of the movies, and producer Tomoyuki Tanaka. They were so successful that the studio's advertising department referred to them as the Golden Trio. Tsuburaya, Honda, and Tanaka were the architects behind many of my favorite tokusatsu movies, including War of the Gargantuas, Monster Zero, King Kong vs. Godzilla, and Destroy All Monsters, among many others. And Godzilla, King of the Monsters, is, in very many ways, a homage to these men and the performers, artists, and craftspersons who built and sustained this genre over decades. It's also part of a continued series. There have been two previous movies beginning with Godzilla in 2014 and followed by 2017's Kong Skull Island. In fact, Warner Brothers and Legendary Entertainment are banking on the saleability of Godzilla and his kaiju cohorts as a franchise. With this movie, it seems to be a gamble that is well taken. Dr. Emma Russell and her husband Mark have created a device that can communicate with kaiju using ultrasonic waves. The machine is stolen by Jonah Allen, a former military officer disillusioned by governments and obsessed with leveling the global playing field using stolen weapons technology. Allen plans to awaken the concealed monsters around the Earth known only to Monarch, the clandestine organization that has monitored the Earth's kaiju for decades. The newly revived monsters begin wreaking havoc and alpha predator Godzilla seems to be the only hope for the continued survival of mankind. But there is another alpha predator that the Russell's device has awakened, Ghidorah, the three-headed monster who may be the most powerful kaiju of all. The movie truly harkens back to the Toho Company pictures of my youth. There's enough story and human characters to engage the audience, but the monsters are the real stars of the film. And rather than actors in rubber suits destroying miniature buildings, the modern CGI effects heighten the drama by presenting the action with a level of reality never before seen. Scripting and casting a movie like this must be done carefully so that your actors aren't overshadowed by the effects or the monsters. Director Michael Doherty co-wrote the screenplay with Zach Shields from a story by Doherty, Shields, and Max Borenstein. For me, among the cast, Millie Bobby Brown stood tallest as Madison Russell. The young actress has distinguished herself in the Netflix sci-fi drama Stranger Things. She shines here in the role of a more conventional character. Laura Farmiga plays Madison's mother, Dr. Emma Russell, and Kyle Chandler from Friday Night Lights is Mark Russell. Jonah Allen is played by veteran actor Charles Dance. Ken Watanabe, Sally Hawkins, and David Stratharin reprise their roles from Godzilla. Other newcomers include Ziyi Zhang, Bradley Whitford, Thomas Middleditch, Aisha Hines, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Anthony Ramos, and Elizabeth Ludlow. The movie is also chock full of great Easter eggs for anyone who's a fan of the genre, and particularly of Godzilla movies. So be alert, because there are a couple you wouldn't necessarily expect. Something else that was unexpected for me was the musical score from composer Bear McCreary, in which you'll hear the familiar strains of Akira Ifukubi's original themes. With a total runtime of 131 minutes, it's slightly longer than the usual genre movie. But things move along at a decent pace, and the producers don't make the audience wait for the kaiju battles. It's rated PG-13 for action, adventure, fantasy. 
There's no nudity or profane language, but I'd be mindful of taking children younger than about 10 or 11, as the violence and destruction is rather intense. A wonderful homage to classic Toho pictures, tokusatsu, and the most satisfying entry in this series to date. Three out of four stars. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. And there you have it, the official Fantastic Forum review of the new movie from Warner Brothers and Legendary Pictures, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. So, very excited about that. Anyway, look, uh, we are going to bring on our guests. Uh, we are fortunate in that uh, I am joined in studio by the redoubtable Julian Lytle. Hello. Yeah. And also, uh, we have uh, Brian Lyles of uh, Ripped Radio and a whole bunch of other stuff, and of course, a regular panelist here on Fantastic Forum. Thanks, Brian. Hello. Come Benoit, everyone. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we are especially fortunate today to be joined by a renowned film critic and uh, producer of another of the pantheon of WERA shows, Picture Lock. This gentleman is also the founder of the DC Black Film Festival. And so we're very grateful to him for all that he does on behalf of black film. Uh, Mr. Kevin Sampson, welcome to the show, Kevin. Thanks for having me, Yuli. It's great to be back. Hey, all right. So look, um, you know, you all uh, heard the review. Um, what I'd like to get started with is um, I figure we can talk a little bit about uh, how we came to Godzilla. Because obviously uh, some of us, and uh, you know, it's going to become real obvious <laughs> in just a couple <laughs> of seconds here uh, in terms of uh, who feels like what about how. But um, uh, Godzilla has been around since the mid-50s uh, with the debut of Godzilla in 1954. And ever since then, because, you know, it was a huge success for Toho Pictures. And uh, they went on to basically uh, found uh, a, an institution based on this and uh, you heard me mention a couple of the people who I always feel deserve a, a lot of credit uh, mainly uh, E.G. Uh, Subayara, uh, Ishiro Honda um, you know because uh, tokusatsu became a thing uh, because of them and you know so they've, they've <laughs> they established it anyway um, some people came to it uh, through the old movies, but they kept making these things, and so some people came to the stuff later on, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. so, um, I, I tell you what, uh, Julian, why don't we get started with you in terms of uh, how it is that you came to Godzilla and what the character means to you? I came to Godzilla through, um, basically, after cartoons go off, they were either going to play a kung fu movie or he was going to play some type of Godzilla movie or some type of horror movie. So, depending on the week, I was just watching whatever came on after Cartoon slash uh, Soul Train. And I was like, yo, there's a giant monster. The city looked crazy. It looked like, it was like, it looked like the cities you would always see in the toy commercials. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, man, like I wish I could build those. And it's just like, you know, monsters get to wrecking. And then, you know, you just keep watching them over and over again. And then... I start getting into it, getting into it all deep, and then mm. I like I've watched like every single Godzilla movie I've seen, 
the American cartoon. I watched the first terrible American movie. <laughs> these two, these new ones from Legendary. You know, mm-hmm. like, I guess I'm kind of a like Godzilla expert. I just like all that stuff, man. It's just, mm-hmm. it's fun how they they work with themes and stuff in terms of like how things are going on with society or effects, especially mm-hmm. how Godzilla started mm-hmm. as a response to. The bombings, yeah, nuclear and, testing, yeah, and all that. You know, they yeah. pulled all that in it, and usually from time to time, guys always kind of goes back to like talking about something. So I find it interesting how they use the monsters to talk about things. Hmm. And it looks dope because he does like mad wrestling moves in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, uh, Brian, what about you? Um, how did you come to Godzilla? Uh, same thing. Uh, back in the seventies, you know, being a little kid. Uh, around the hours of like one and three, this is before the cartoons came on. Uh, they'll be. I remember DC Twenty used to air Godzilla movies uh, at least you know uh, every week, <laughs> you know at least once a week. And I'll be sitting there waiting for that, and then right after, maybe a couple hours later, I'll be watching Ultraman. So, um, and, and like, like Julian said, it's it was so addictive and. You'll be sitting there watching, and it's like you're hoping Godzilla prevails, and 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 then coming up to see other got you know monster kaiju monsters coming out, and and start rooting for them to succeed. So uh, it, it, that was enjoyable times. Just you know, even though you know full well they're in costume or whatever, but still it's just enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, Kevin. Now uh, you're 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 a r- relatively young fella, <laughs> and you were not as uh, well. Hell, I was going to say you weren't as impressed by the movie as some. You weren't impressed by it as, at all. I, I saw the picture lock review, and you were like, "You might as well flush your money down the toilet to see this movie." <laughs> mm. Mm, disrespect. I was like, mm. "Oh, he's got to be on the show." <laughs> but, I, I was like, "Yuli is." Pushing for me to get on, I must be the antagonist this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yeah. not. Look, look, it's it's not that. I mean, we all have different feelings about it. I mean, honestly, I tell you, I I was I was I was disturbed by your review. I was like, at first, I was like, well, am I just? Is there something I'm missing? Am I not getting it? What did I did I did I not? see that this movie was not really as good as I thought and then I saw but you done man I saw Gail Simone said it was good so I was like oh, oh. Gail Simone said it was good yeah, Kevin don't know what right. he's talking about but all right but um, seriously though uh, how was it you that what? you yeah you know, what yeah I was, I was gonna say so I think this because <laughs> I've been fighting all the diehard fans all, all the thing about it is, what I've come to realize, uh, once again, film is super subjective, right? And I think it all depends on, like, how you grew up. You guys were about it, like, mm-hmm. watching it. For me, I will say this. God's this. Um, Oh, Kevin, we're 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 losing you, man. We're getting like every other word. <laughs> you must be in a bed. Kevin's on Kevin's on the phone. You must be in a bed. All right, hold that because we got to get you to a better place because I want to hear all of that. But in the meantime, I'm going to say that I, I came to it much as uh, Brian and Julian did. Uh, I'd be watching, you know, like the 4:30 movie uh, on ABC in New York or um, Sunday afternoons. Because they had all this stuff, and 
I was a huge. I had no idea what Tokusatsu was, but I was a huge fan of it. I mean, dudes in rubber suits and you know Godzilla, and then you know oh, he had like Gamera, who was one of my favorites. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, I was so delighted because uh, my my dear friend Shireen, you know, who some of you know from the show, couldn't make the screening, but she thought that uh, Gamera was going to be in the movie, and I'm so glad yeah. Gamera wasn't <laughs> because she'd have been hurt that she missed it. But um, yeah, but all that to say, those characters, you know, when they'd have uh, King Kong, you know, King Kong versus Godzilla, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, then even Rodan and Mothra mm-hmm. and Ghidra and Angelus and Gorosaurus and a bunch of these other creatures. I mean, I was, I just loved all of that. I loved the music. I loved the stories because these things always had stories. I didn't even realize that I was a fan of foreign film. I, until I thought I was like, wait a minute! Oh, these are these are foreign films! Oh my goodness! You know, here I was thinking that I only liked American movies, and you know, lo and behold, this is something that has actually expanded uh, my appreciation for and enjoyment of uh, international film. You know, so um, and and even sort of those other fringe movies. I mean, stuff like. The Green Slime, you know, which was like a uh, co-Italian Japanese uh, production using the uh, Japanese sets and costumes and all that, but they'd stick these Italians and a couple of Americans in, and even uh, a, a, a picture like Monster Zero that had Nick Adams, you know, so they stuck this American in, and I gotta believe he was speaking English and all the other Japanese performers were speaking Japanese, and they probably had a translator on set or something like that. But uh, that was how I came to it, and uh, but then went away, away, away from it in the late 70s, uh, early 80s. I mean, they just, the movies took a turn that I didn't understand. And, um, you know, but then I came back to it, of course, uh, with, with the newer films, but they, they absolutely lost me with that um, Godzilla picture that they did uh, that had, um, oh, his name was on the tip of my tongue, um, uh, what you call it? Um, the the dude from. Um, you mean, you talking about um, the first American guy? Yes, that yeah, piece of trash. Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Matthew yes, thank Reno. you. Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. That movie don't count. No, it doesn't. He, 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 you know, that was not. That was a big lizard. <laughs> yeah, I wish they called it something other than Godzilla, because that would have absolutely been better. You the know, Fox but, cartoon mm-hmm. spinoff was actually really good though. Off of it, they made they made some. They made some oh, omelets out of, that's out of right. that broken mm-hmm. that broken mess. They was out. <laughs> they was cooking. Yeah. That cartoon was good. Yeah. Hey, how many of you remember the Godzilla comic book that Marvel put out? I got the I, essential. I had, I had a couple. <laughs> I got the whole stack. I had hunted for that joint. <laughs> yeah, I got to say. Oh, and then of course there was that other cartoon. But I think before the or is the, the or there's the Fox cartoon with, with Godzuki, Godzilla's Godzuki. nephew. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about Godzuki <laughs> slash Miniella. <laughs> Yeah, see, I was down with Godzilla's son, but not uh, not Godzilla's nephew. Anyway, look, you're listening to Fantastic Forum on WERA 96.7 FM. Uh, we are your community radio station. And I'm Ulysses Z. Campbell. I'm joined today by Julian Lytle, Brian Lyles, and Kevin Sampson. We are talking about Godzilla, the movie, the institution... The, the well, uh, the whole ball of wax here. So, Kevin, legend. yeah, there you go. Kevin, are, are you in a are you in a uh, any better position to be able to talk? Because you were coming in and out, but I, I felt like we. Um, how you doing? I'm not sure. I hear you guys. Oh, okay, now you're coming in good. All right. So yeah, so yeah, so go back okay. to what you were saying. 
Yeah, what I was saying is that what I've learned from this weekend, right, is that film is super subjective. I think it really depends on how you're brought up, all the different things. Like, you guys are talking about fond childhood memories. Like, for me, horror films growing up was, like, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, Friday the 13th. That's what, like, would play all the time for me growing up. But I will say in elementary school, one of the first books that I found that was, like, behind the scenes was Godzilla. And it was showing how they created... Uh, you know, the first Godzilla, um, the makeup, the special effects. So for me, Godzilla is a special character, but I just don't have the deep history and knowledge and education that you guys have on it. So when I approach the movie, I'm just looking at it, not with like a bunch of love and history with me, but like, is this entertaining? And for me, this just did not do it. The fight scenes were great, but I just didn't carry that love. So I think that's like the divide that I'm seeing. Um, from what from what I've seen this weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, let me just say, um, I, I've always made a distinction between, and I, I appreciate everything that you said. I don't disagree with any of it. But I've always made a distinction personally between horror movies and tokusatsu. And, you know, because these, in fact, it was funny, because I, I feel a little guilty because I didn't introduce my kids to Godzilla movies. And I was asking my daughter today, I said, you know, I, 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 well, not today, it was this week, but I said, you know, I wish that I had shown you these. And she said, no, I'd have probably been scared. And I said, you might not have, because this stuff wasn't like, um, you know, Frankenstein or the Wolfman or, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street or any kind of thing like that. I mean, it was a little schlocky. It was a little cheesy. I mean, now, now some of them were kind of scary. I mean, because and they, they hearken back to some of this in uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, because he was radioactive, you know, and Julian mm-hmm. mentioned that. And there were some scenes in that first one where he would walk by and people would just drop dead because the radioactivity was so powerful that it just wiped him out, you know? And they didn't do so much of that in the subsequent films. Um, And in fact, even Godzilla himself became less of a threatening uh, uh, figure, you know? So, um, all right, but look, I, I want to... Actually, though, I guess this is a good place to segue to that because... Um, that's something that honestly has uh, troubled me from time to time, you know, which is Godzilla, hero or villain, you know, <laughs> because there's some movies where, oh, absolutely, he's a villain, you know, and, but then other films, and they, they uh, alluded to that a number of times in Godzilla, King of the Monsters, oh, he's here to protect us, you know, mm-hmm. so um, well, which is it, how do you feel, uh, Brian, we're going to start with you. It depends on how it's written. That really is the main thing, um, especially the era, the time eras that we watch the movies. He was mainly the hero because he comes out of nowhere. You, you know, when this one particular monster does have a havoc, Godzilla comes in and says, "Hold on, you're not supposed to be doing that," and he'll he'll save the day in a sense. I, and I think, but you know, as you you know, once we got past, and especially like into the '90s and the 2000s, it became more like okay, Godzilla as the, the villainish type. You know, he's wrecking havoc. He's like this new natural disaster, and and all this stuff. And things need to, you know, he, we need to stop him and calm him down. Um, and that's where I think going into the the first Godzilla movie of the, this new timeline, I think he, if you see the trailers, he was kind of like. Is he a villain? You know, because we don't know what he's going to do. And but when we find out later in the movie, oh, he was there to handle everything. So I like how this this 
universe portrayed him as start out as a villain, but really easier to save him or protect him. So there's the purpose. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Julian, what do you think? So, like, as a kid, I prefer, you know, the 70s era hero Godzilla because, you know, he's out here doing flying drop kicks. <laughs> and ill, you know, Ric Flair chops across the chest <laughs> and headlocks, you know what I'm saying? He's out here, you know, he's out here really holding it down, beating up everybody. He's got tag teams with Jet Jaguar and, like, that real dog monster guy. Mm. But, um... As I got older and I went back and I literally watched like every single Godzilla movie and started figuring out what they were trying to do with each specific era. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the concept of like existential threat, force of nature Godzilla because it it allows the filmmakers to, to just talk about certain things like the most recent Japanese film is Shin Godzilla and it deals with the, um, the nuclear reactor meltdown mm. accident they had recently. And how that is a different type of effect of radiation mm-hmm. on like the environment, and it's not like a bomb this time. This time it was like nuclear power mistakes, not really totally understanding what you're messing with, and how like Godzilla represents that. And they had some some type of uh, al- they alluded to that a little bit in this movie at certain parts, which I was like, oh, they really pulling in like a lot of different eras of Godzilla into this one movie. So, like, the way he's American, good American, legendary Godzilla, I like because he's kind of an anti-hero. Because mm-hmm. he's basically, he just, like, he only wanted to fight King Ghidorah because he was, like, an alien and he was in his house. He's like, yo, why are, you, why are you here? Like, you were frozen. These bum humans woke you up. And now I got to handle you. <laughs> no, that one human, I, 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 I was so mad at her. So <laughs> mad. I was like, woman, are you nuts? I got so many complex feelings about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and we're, we're going to get to that. We absolutely oh. are going to get to that. Hey, so, um, you know, Kevin, I know you have a slightly different perspective. Uh, Godzilla, hero, villain, do you care? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I actually like uh, what he just said in regard to uh, him being an anti-hero. I, I, I think that that is um, that's a cool look at him, and I love how you guys are breaking down the science of this. Like, this is wrestling, and you got the Attitude Era versus this era and all that good stuff. Um, but for me personally, like, I'm like, I'm just going to the movie, and you got to tell me what he is. Either he is a hero or he's not. Um, but I'm always baffled by the fact that we as human beings think that we can either control a giant monster or some kind of way be a giant monster's pet. I think the giant monster just needs to tell us whether we're going to be friends or foes. And I think that's the part that really confused me in this film. No, I got you. Now, personally, um, I am I am not a fan of Hero Godzilla. <laughs> I'll tell you. And it bothered me in the movie when they're like, he is here to, you know, Ken Watanabe, he's here to protect us. You know, nah, nah, nah. Alpha Predator and all that stuff. I mean, Godzilla, I like that whole Godzilla is a force of nature thing. That's, I mean, but he, I, he, one would expect that as long as our interests align with his that's okay but the rest of the time we're gonna be trying to destroy him just as quick you know so we're um, gonna get smacked 
Yeah. No, yeah, well, that's true. That's true. But now, I, I, I'm not against the idea of a giant monster as a hero, just not Godzilla. Now, that was Gamera. Gamera was always going to be a hero, yeah, friend yeah, to all children and all that stuff. Yeah, you and know, Mothra's a hero, so, too. Like, yes, that's yeah, true. Mothra's yeah, likable. Mm-hmm, yeah. But some of these other ones, and even King Kong, you know, more so, which... I, I have some serious questions about this upcoming uh, upcoming Godzilla versus Kong. I'm excited. I mean, well, I am too, but most notably, I mean, they've messed this up now because you know wow. the movie was called King Kong versus Godzilla. Now you make it Godzilla versus Kong. This That's is right. like th no, but this is like um, what you call it? Um, Batman uh, versus Superman. Well, yeah, that set up for? that too, this, but this is this this is this is the Batman. The next movie is the Batman versus Superman setup that you really wanted, and having knowing if not spoiling anything, but that just to the fact that that there's still a possibility chance that those two go at it, and then you know who knows what will happen at the end because the you know the movie that you know you and I usually remember. I still feel that was a tie. <laughs> that because movie wasn't no tie. <laughs> everyone would say Kong won, but no, I'm saying it was a tie because they both went their separate ways, and that was it. I'm saying here, it, the way I see it is like we will see, because Kong never showed up, because even though he got the quote-unquote call, but because they mentioned the fact that Skull Island got, you know, receiving whatever issues they were receiving there. But I feel like when these two will meet up, Trust me, this 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 is what we want to see because it, it's just a very intense up and coming stuff. And like, like I said, it's how it's written. And the way I see it, Godzilla, he could be the way I see it, he's the Batman in all this. He, it, it, again, like depends on how you see it written. Godzilla could be Batman and Kong could be Superman, or it could be flat. Depends on how people see it. Hmm. All right. Well, look. See, th th this is my thing. All right. It reminds me of Forty Eight Hours. I mean, you know, you're a But so now, in the first one, uh, Eddie Murphy. It was like Eddie Murphy's first movie. Okay. So uh, Nick Nolte was the hero of that movie. He was the star. But then, by the time you make Forty Eight Hours Two, oh, Nick Nolte was kind of an afterthought. It was Eddie's movie. You know. And so the whole dynamic of the thing was different. Now that's what I'm saying. King Kong is the more long-lived monster. He's the American monster. It ought to be Kong versus Godzilla. You done flipped the thing. That's Godzilla versus Kong? I already know which way this is it's going. Godzilla's world. <laughs> King Kong died at the end of his movie. Godzilla been out here ever since 54. Oh, yeah. Godzilla mm -hmm. died at the end of his movie, too. They used the oxygen destroyer, and that was pretty much it. No, but my thing is, come on now. You know, it's like... It, 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 in, in the original King Kong versus Godzilla, they made two endings. There was the American ending, and then there was the Japanese ending. And in the American uh -huh. ending, Kong was the one who was swimming away after the two of them fell into the water. And in the uh, Japanese ending, Godzilla was the one who was swimming away after they both fell in the water. And so it's not like they both went their separate ways. It was that, oh, this guy... Is the one who made it out, you know. So and but they did it for the two different audiences. Is my point. So that's why I say it's a tie. <laughs> An international tie, as far yeah. as America was concerned. Two different house shows. <laughs> yeah, fifty-fifty booking. And you had to have some awareness of that. Anyway, look, that musical cue means that it's time for us to uh, take a short break because, of course. 
Fantastic Forum is coming to us via WERA, which is a community radio station. We're non-commercial. We rely on the ongoing generosity of our underwriters, our sponsors, and listeners like you for the totality of the operation of the radio station. Make it your business to visit the website today at WERA.FM. Find out how you can get involved in this wonderful institution that is community media. Because it's all about you and your ability to get involved. So look, I'm Ulysses E. Campbell uh, with uh, Julian Lytle, Brian Lyles, Kevin Sampson. We're talking Godzilla. We're going to take a short break to acknowledge our underwriters. We're also going to promote some of the other outstanding shows that are coming up later here today on WERA. But stick around, because we are nowhere near done talking about Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yes, we are talking Godzilla here today on Fantastic Forum on WERA 96.7 FM. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. I'm joined by Julian Lytle, Brian Lyles, and Kevin Sampson. And uh, yeah, like I said, we are heavily into this Godzilla conversation because, of course, yesterday... The new movie from Warner Brothers and Legendary Pictures, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, uh, opened in theaters nationwide. So, um, now, Kevin, you felt that the movie did not work so well as a a film. Um, Talk a little bit about that. Why didn't you, um, why, why, and you know, you are a respected film critic and uh, you know, student of film, what was it that you felt like fell short on this movie? Why it didn't work? Um, you know, for me personally, I think that I got I understand that uh, the monsters are the main attraction, and for me, uh, the the streamline between each monster fight comes down to the human story that 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 element, and this was just lacking. Uh, to the point that it was just boring for me to sit in there waiting for the next monster fight. When the monsters are fighting, this is awesome. It's great visuals. I like seeing it, although sometimes there were shots where I'm wondering, well, which monster is that? What part of the monster is that? But for me, it comes down to the human story. And I really felt like, for the most part, humans only served as either exposition to kind of tell us what's going on and what's about to happen next. They served as body counts for, you know, getting wiped off of, <laughs> off of, you know, whatever city or getting wiped out of the sky, which actually was kind of dope seeing some of it. Um, or, you know, they're, they're just there to kind of like fight the monsters. There's like no point. So for me personally, I'm like, well, why not just make a 30 minute movie in which we get to see each one of these monsters fight hmm. and call it a day? Because otherwise, like, I, I feel like they're trying to put in the, you know, shoehorn this story about a, a strange a strange uh, wife and husband who their daughter is caught in the balance of both philosophies and Millie Bobby Brown really didn't get much to do in this I, I was really hoping to see instead of seeing 11 up on the screen I get to see what Millie Bobby Brown can do but we really didn't get that and honestly it was like old tired tropes that we've seen before let's go save my daughter it just didn't work for me on the human element and so for the fact that I have to sit for 20 minutes before the next 
you know, monster fight or big monster moment. It just didn't work for me. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. So now, um, my thing was, and this was part of what I had said in the FF review, um, I felt as if this was a wonderful homage to the... Uh, historically to the to tokusatsu basically and to Godzilla movies in particular and it I gotta tell you it really helped if you had some sort of foundation uh, in the Godzilla movies and actually and in um, in the whole uh, world of uh, science fiction uh, fantasy giant monster movies uh, kaiju um, you know Gungam all that stuff you know because all of that sort of ties in, and uh, in some ways, I mean, I noted as I was on the way to the studio today how many Japanese automobiles I was seeing on the road here uh, in the United States. But um, that leads me to uh, what I had wanted to sort of mention about uh, the wonderful Easter eggs that they had in this movie. I mean, one of which, uh, when in fact, when they first mentioned the Oxygen Destroyer, and they're like, yeah, oh, we beautiful. got this thing. We go use it on him. It's called the Oxygen I was like, oh, the Oxygen Destroyer! Because that was the weapon that they used on Godzilla in the 1954 original movie that actually killed him, you know? And I was like, man, this is... You had to go into the bag for that, you know? So what were, uh, what were some of the other... Well, actually, I'm going to give one more... Um, uh, Easter egg that I noticed that blew my mind. I will tell you, uh, there was the part with the submarine, you know, where they had to go, and that was like they found the undersea city and all that. But the captain of the submarine was Commander Crane, and I was like, Crane, holy voyage to the bottom of the sea, Batman! You know what the heck is this? <laughs> and then even you know when when uh, when they break when they broke the surface. That was that shot was pure voyage to the bottom of the sea with the sea view coming straight up and then splashing into the water. I was like, it made me think of that. And then when I noticed on the guy's uniform his name being Crane, I was like, oh y'all, come on, it's beautiful. <laughs> right? on. Yeah, it was. It was. It was nicely. It was a nice tight shot of it too. That's the funny part. So. Uh, oh, you saw that too. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, Brian, what were some of the other um, Easter eggs that you were excited about in the movie? Um. One was the twins. I, I, uh, I, yes. I the Mar the Mothra twins. I I felt like you know I was once Mar once I saw Mothra, it was kind of like okay, where where are we gonna get the twins? Because we need the twins. And the cool thing is, is like they they brought them in, but it's like oh, we've been researching this since for so long, and you see these group of women, and they were all twins. So I felt like and ZZ her she was playing twins. So it, mm -hmm. I felt like this is really cool to, to see see that element. Um, I also like the fact of the, like you said, about you know Godzilla, the the whole evolution of Godzilla we've been seeing through the years, uh, you know, from him the, the whole radiation deal and 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 how his powers has been. So I, I really like that fact. And of course, the really cool thing uh, a lot of people probably wouldn't catch is Rodan and his eyes. Because if you look at the, it, it, you know, go back to his movies, it was like it was the puppet degree was kind of like not all that great. Mm. But then again, seeing it in the movie was kind of like, okay, this is really cool. I, I'll take it. So that's what I got out of that. Mm -hmm. All right, Julian, what about you? Um, okay, so you guys took the, you took the twins, which I was in, I was <laughs> yeah. really worried about how it was going to work that out because the the original form of that is kind of like. 
it's hard to swallow because you can always say like from some of like Kevin's critiques is just like are is a Western audience up for some of these you know these kind of out there concepts of like these little twin women that sing a song and then like a giant moth goes around flying uh, fighting yeah, monsters. That, that could have gone over very badly so I was like oh the Zhang Ziyi thing that's dope um, the oxygen, the oxygen weapon. I was like, well, man, you really, you doubling down. I just kind of like the fact that um, it's a it's a remake that's not a remake because it's very much the first Ghidorah movie and then like destroy all monsters put together. Mm, yeah, and yeah. I like the way in which they were. To me, they were able to navigate pleasing fans of Godzilla and also probably people on the eastern side of the world and what I feel the mainstream audience because they gave them more fights because in the the last movie the big criticism was there's not enough fighting and even though the story with the humans was cool mm-hmm. I wanted to see more Godzilla fights the thing of it is is that the Godzilla movies always have a plot because there needs to be a reason around this and mm-hmm. I sometimes I just think that the whole nature of Godzilla is never going to hit all westerners like what they want from a movie or what they like just like we found out like a lot of the superhero movies don't really do that great in japan they Hmm. don't care like all y'all superheroes are old like why are they adults (laughs) they should like go get a job and like have a family (laughs) yeah (laughs) you don't you have something to do like so it's you know some things i think it might be just cultural and maybe just people here just don't get it and some of us were just happy enough to get into this at a young enough age that we just folded right on into it. Just like anime, mm-hmm. just like certain type of video games, mm-hmm. just like manga, uh, Power Rangers. Just, just fold right into it. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I, 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 can, I ask y'all, can I ask y'all a question? Yeah. yeah. So, so as, a, as an outsider looking in, two, two things. One, um, you know, the Oxygen Destroyer, to me, okay, so it makes sense. You guys, that was an Easter egg. That was awesome. To me, it was like, why did they bring up this huge weapon and then it never gets used again? But yet, we're, we're supposedly fighting like all these different monsters. So that's one question. But then the, the second question is, I think like with Kong Skull Island, there was like it's the same universe, right? And, yeah. And, oh but yeah. But it still had a better, to me, human story to get us to seeing those amazing shots of Kong. Like, so so. That's the part that I feel like is like really missing uh, in this film, and so it, it, the more you guys talk, I'm like, okay, this is definitely a fan service film. Um, <laughs> it, but, wait, I, but wait, my thing is that's the that's the thing. I was like, like in 2014, when the last one came out, there was a bunch of critics saying like, why is there so many humans? So it almost <laughs> seems like they like they was like, okay, all right, more fighting, and mm. now I'm reading a bunch of critics to say like, yo, like. It's too much fighting to a point where it's just like, y'all, to me, it's like, y'all have no idea what y'all want. And I also right. think that with King Kong is, King Kong is ours. We know how to remake and readapt it for mm. our cultural biases. So we've seen five different King Kong movies, minimum. So, like, we all kind of know King Kong. We learn what King Kong is from, from Jump. The Empire State Building, Twin Towers, whatever. We know what King Kong is. We're just more likely to get, like, the Vietnam War and soldiers and an island. And there's a blonde lady. And King Kong likes the blonde lady. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, at a certain He's point. He's a brother. You know he does. <laughs> 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 I 
you know, oh, I can't believe you went there. Yeah, that, that, I didn't even want to go that far. There's a lot of stuff going on with King Kong. But, but I will I, say, I will say, I will say to that, I do. There is something about um, uh, the white female taming the beast that I do think it was even in this with uh, Millie Bobby Brown and Vera Mick for Part uh, character both being able to like you know basically touch the monsters. I think that is something that happens. In, in these types of films, anyways. But sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just it's 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 one thing. I, I like. I don't know if they can win, and we'll see how it happens with the next movie when it's going to be King Kong and Godzilla. So it's almost like something like, yay, our guy, and you know, them in the East could be like, yay, our guy. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like well, I don't like I said, know what's going to happen. Well, yeah, okay. All right, well, wait, wait, hold, hold on, real quick. Just <laughs> you're listening to WERA ninety six point seven FM Radio Arlington. This is Fantastic Forum. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. I'm joined by Julian Lytle, Brian Lyles, and Kevin Sampson. Today we are talking about the monster, the lizard, the legend, Godzilla. King of the monsters, at least until King Kong shows up. So, um, uh, Kevin, you had—I I, want to respond to what you said because I think that's an excellent point in terms of uh, story-wise. And one of the things, because the story, to me at least, the stories in all of these movies have all sort of been to service the the monster fighting and now uh, I had forgotten up until uh, somebody mentioned in this movie because uh, uh, Ghidra being a space monster and not being earth-based that made all the difference in terms of how he reacted to these other monsters whether he was reacting to this device that uh, you know Vera Farmiga's character had had uh, created and um, and and in fact I nudged Julian I was like oh that's right Ghidra's from outer space and that was always a big deal in the uh, in in the Godzilla movies because you know there were earth monsters and then there was this space monster and it was like oh he ain't cool he ain't one of us you know so uh, so there's that but the fact that these stories always serviced um, and a, and a lot of them frankly dealt with alien invasions you know it was, they were like um, uh, Monster Mecha Zero, Godzilla, yeah, Monster Mecha, Zero. Yeah, 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 destroy all monsters, you know, a bunch of these things. But that was part of what was cool because you had the element of, you know, oh, man going into space and there'd be the astronauts and they'd be going somewhere and then they encounter some aliens and the aliens come and they're pretending to be friendly aliens and, you know, whatever. So my, my suspicion is that in the next movie, we may get we may get some of that, more of that. I mean, you know, whatever. I would I would frankly uh, love to see uh, you know some element of uh, of these aliens doing their thing. But uh, as as the movies got a little, because I remember in the seventies uh, they had a few more kids in the movies. They rarely had mm-hmm. kids if it wasn't like uh, Gamera or Mothra. And um, they started having more kids, and there'd be a little more romantic story and all this kind of thing. Uh, but again, most of it in service to, yeah, it's a Godzilla movie. So that that is a very good observation on your part, Kevin, because that that's always, I mean, the movie is called Godzilla King of the Monsters. It ain't like, you know, it's uh, uh, you know, Millie Bobby Brown and Godzilla or something like that, you know? So, uh, mm? yeah, I'm sorry, Brian, you? Mm? Yeah, the thing is with... All the Godzilla movies, let's put it out, except for the the original one, because that was straight up smash him, crash him, you know, avoid him type of movies. Mm-hmm. But the ones that we're familiar with, I, you, you, the human element, 
those are the ones there was the people who can talk i mean the main thing with godzilla and and all the other monsters were okay yeah i don't like you i'm gonna beat the crap out of you and it but we needed the human element to let us know what the hell's going on why things are the way they are and, and things like that and that's why i go to emma and her crazy decision to to let Ghidra out because of the fact that you know you needed that reasonings to help us explain the whole essence of why things are mm-hmm. the way they are and, and i felt like having those eco-terrorists coming in and and you know causing you know they wanted balance to the world because you know they, they figured out well we can't control godzilla you know, like they did in a cartoon. So we, we we'll we'll find our own way to, to control something. And then once they, you know, Ghidra caught, well, you heard about Ghidra, aka Monster Zero. They felt like, okay, we'll be able to control him, knowing full well that they probably just they just want to wreak havoc. And Emma was that one confusing person who felt like, you know, if she realized what what's going on here, maybe she wouldn't have done it. But unfortunately, she let you let him out, and then causes crazy havoc. And I think that, as a human being, there are a lot of people who think that way, who, who felt like it's like, okay, we want to fix the planet, we want to make things better. How do we do it? And you know, going back, let's put it this way: the you know the, the other big movie we went through. Don't want to go into a, a rabbit hole with the Avengers with Thanos. He's you he felt like, well, what, what way is there to fix? everything well let me find the infinity stones and snap my fingers and wipe out half the universe here the same thing it's like okay well how to beat godzilla and bring balance to the world hey let's get Ghidra out of there and wreck havoc you know we kind of want to feel like okay that two-way street of is this right or is this wrong and and how to how to try to get a middle part hmm well, that's interesting, you know, and it, particularly that whole illusion. Because I'll tell you what, <laughs> that storyline with, uh, you know, the the mother and I, I was like, oh, this dumb broad is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was like, you know. <laughs> I mean, she's over there. that one scene where the father found him, and she's like, run. <laughs> you know, I was like, what? I mean, it, I, I, I just that whole, I just didn't get any of that. Oh, I, I, I would have shot her. <laughs> well, <laughs> I would have shot her. I was like, I you agree. know. I agree. But, but, but then again, then again, you go into the fact that let's say if you go into a human element, the grieving of you know a loss of a child. How would that? How's that person affected by that after five years? I mean, she's still affected by it and feels mm-hmm. like you know this is my revenge. I, I'm going to get Godzilla, for, and this is the one you know this is my gun, this is my weapon to get back at him. Realizing it was the most dumbest thing in the world because not knowing how. Re- how powerful Ghidra is, and 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 how unstable he is. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, and then you had that bit with Millie Bobby Brown. Now, honestly, in a, in terms of the um, the uh, overall characters, I felt as if um, I felt like her. She was pretty strong, you know, and and the strongest of the various human characters that they had. I, 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 honestly, so um, but. You know, it still none of the humans had as much to do. Although, in some ways, this they kind of did better than um, that 2000. Well, it was it the I want I want to say 2014 Godzilla, but yeah. now, yeah, I I I mean, which wasn't a bad movie. You know, I mean, overall, I was like, hey, you know, I mean, I felt like it. 
it served some purpose, you know. And my my qualm with that was that I didn't recognize any of the monsters outside of Godzilla. I mean, you know, one of them sort of re- resembled because they had like the triangular heads. And I'm trying. It was somebody who fought Ghidra. Now, sorry, not Ghidra, um, Gamera. And I can't remember what his name was, but he was pretty. He was pretty vicious, and he. Yeah, had, they made they made those mm. new ones to set it apart, so like you wouldn't know who he's fighting. They 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 did that on purpose, you know, to set mm-hmm. it up. So uh, I just like the scientist angle. You know, it seems like it was commenting on sometimes scientists feel like they know more than what they do, and mm-hmm. makes these decisions that then ends up. Not having all the data that ends up biting everybody mm-hmm. in the butt. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, well. you know, it, I think it was playing with a lot of stuff. It's still trying to just be like, you know, you paid $15 for a movie with some explosions and CG. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yeah, there's certainly yeah, I, that. I kind of feel, feel like, to, to you guys' point, I feel like there is like too many different messages trying to happen. So, like, after this, one of my friends, Carmen Chan, was, he was kind of breaking down at least the different human being, like, uh, I guess, kind of thoughts. And so you got the humans that are, like, following orders, which, you know, so why you're still... Mm-hmm. Why, why you're still trying to shoot at this monster as it's about to come out of the Earth instead of, like, getting into the plane, I, I don't understand. But they're just following orders. Then you got the people giving orders. Then you got the people that are, like, trying to get out of the way, the scientists. And I feel like there's so many different um, kind of trains of thought that, like, in a film, like, just choose, like, a couple so that we can follow it rather than letting everybody kind of speak at once. Because, like, as, as we talk about this after the movie, like, okay, yeah, some of this makes a lot more sense. But for the most part, like, I shouldn't have to talk to other people to understand what's going on within the <laughs> film versus the film telling me what's going on. Indeed, indeed. Hey, look, but, you know, I, I see that we are almost out of time. Uh, Ethio Diaspora is coming up next, and she's in the building. But real quick. Uh, Kevin, Picture Lock. Uh, what time does it come on, and what's the website? How can people check you out? Yeah, check me out Fridays at 3 p.m. with the re-air. Mondays at 11. Go to PictureLockShow.com for movie reviews. And you can also check me out on Let's Talk Live uh, every Friday at in the 10 p.m. hour. There you go. All right. Um, and uh, in 10 seconds, Ignorant Bliss. Yeah, that's my podcast. You can find it uh, on all the podcast places. And ignorant-bliss.com is a website. Julian Lytle, L-Y-T-L-E, on all social media mm-hmm. is how you find me. That's more than 10 seconds. Brian, 10 <laughs> seconds. RipRatedNetwork.com. <laughs> uh, Those are, I produce a couple of shows, so tune in any day of the week and get some very entertaining productions. There, there you go. All right. Of course, Fantastic Forum's also a TV show. You can check it out here in the Arlington area. Comcast, Channel 69, Verizon Files, Channel 38, Arlington Independent Media, 8 p.m. Saturdays, Sundays, and uh, check out the website, fantasticforum.tv, and check us out again. Same bat time, same bat station. Thanks for tuning in, people.